Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Child Left Home for Heaven. Um, beyond apologies here, as I know I received emails again from a few of you making sure I was okay, and I greatly appreciate that, um, as I have not recorded a podcast since I believe the beginning of July. Um, just a lot going on in my life, and I was really struggling with my grief, but on a different side. Um, just bombarded by a lot of friends who are struggling and were asking for help. And that was bringing me down. And then sometimes when you're doing so much, you know, in the world of grief, what I call it, you know, between the podcast and I do graphics on different Facebook pages and I moderate some Facebook pages and seeing, you know, your stories and pictures of your children um, gets to me sometimes. And I just had to take a step back. Um, my health really struggled again, and um, thank goodness that has gotten much better. But uh, happy times in our family also, as I welcomed my new little grandson, my first grandson by blood, Weston Joseph Edward Pavone, on November 7th. And he was born, I think at 7.12 in the morning, but the greatest was my daughter let me be in there with her and her husband during the birth helping her and to watch that little guy born was just something else and she's doing wonderful and um you know i i, I hope this doesn't trigger any of you that are struggling with you know loss of your of a, an infant and if so i i truly apologize um just realized that as i was starting to share but anyway um i'll get to this podcast and and back to the topic for today which is, can we truly be, be thankful? You know, coming into Thanksgiving is in two days, but this is kind of the holiday season and so many struggle. I have recorded some podcasts on the holidays and the one with Lisa Bame is very good if you wanna go back and listen to that one. Um, anyway, and looking into the first of the year, I'm hopefully getting some great podcast equipment for Christmas. I'm going to update my page. We're gonna start offering some more things on the website. And if you make an item that you sell for bereaved parents, like I have a, a woman who made a keychain for me with Emily's name on it, and I'm gonna put her stuff on my website. Um, some that make bracelets, you know, I do buttons. If you make anything for bereaved mothers, um, send me the information. And uh, I'm gonna try to put together a page on my website that lists everybody that you can just email them directly and order something. So that will kind of be new. And then going to start bringing in some different guests and not only um, mothers who have you know lost a child, but uh, going to kind of branch out a little bit. My second daughter, Olivia, has kind of talked me into that and, and going into some mental health um, and, and just what's working for me and for, for many others. Um, I'm very excited that the next podcast I will be doing is with a very dear friend of mine, um, well, an old friend of mine from high school, and uh, Donna Guerrero McCauley, and um, she lost her daughter and within months was raising money for billboards and out there really becoming active. And this is her first holiday season, and uh, I'm so glad I'm going to get to be able to be with her before Christmas, but we're going to record a podcast in person together. So, and I will show our faces on the screen for that one. Um, I'm cleaning, getting ready for Thanksgiving today. So, sorry, you're not going to see my face right now. 
But anyway, this podcast is about um, being thankful and can we? And it's so hard when we're going through so much to be able to be thankful and to be grateful. But um, the way that I look at it, and again, those of you that had infants, this may be a little bit harder, but yet you still got to share that one-on-one of carrying that child in utero. Um, You know, and may it be a week that you got that child, a month, a year, two years, whatever, you know, for a lot of, of, I know my listeners and a lot of my friends were talking, you know, 20 to 30 years. The way I've really started looking at it with Emily is I was so blessed to have her for 24 years and see, I still get emotional. Um, I miss her and, and moving on and, and not really dwelling on her loss as much. I don't think is dishonoring her. Um, my grief has just changed, I think, quite a bit at the five-year mark. I am hoping that my sister that passed away 16 years ago, her mother-in-law lost a child 30 years ago. Um, John, her child, who I knew very, very well in high school and that died of AIDS. And um, I'm hoping she's kind of getting senile now. She's you know 89 years old, but I'm hoping to sit down with her while I'm up in Ohio and kind of record something with her to share as how she has made it through all these these years. And I know she talks a lot about now that she's, you know, right on the door of 90 there, um, knowing that, you know, kind of excited that she'll she'll get to see John and her husband and my sister and my mom, who she was all close to and all her family members soon. Um, but I don't want to look on the death side here. I want to be looking on the living side and us trying to be um, grateful. Um, so what I want to start off with, and I, and I don't usually do this on here, and again, um, you know, I never know where anybody stands with their faith out there, but I truly believe, you know, sorry, even if you're an atheist, um, God's word has some moving to it, and it has a lot of meaning and a lot of stories. So um, I'm going to read for a second and then kind of just paraphrase it, or I forget the word I want for that. Anyway, sum it up for you. So it was in John chapter five. And it says, sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the sheep gate, a pool, which in Arabic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five, five covered colonnades. Sorry, I got a new front tooth yesterday and I'm having a hard time talking here. I apologize. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie the, lie the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At at once, the man was cured, and he picked up his mat and walked. The church that I list to, this story was brought up in the sermon, and it was really interesting and really good, and that's the only reason I kind of read it, was to go into what I'm going to talk about, is the pastor, and it was uh, Bridgepoint Church here in Florida, but they are a national church, um, was talking about 
sometimes we don't have what we want because we don't ask. And I know we can't ask God to bring our children back. That is impossible. But have you ever sat and truly asked God to help you with your grief? Have you asked God to help you be happy again and how to be grateful and thankful for the time that you did have with your child? And it kind of hit me a little bit because I think I really thought about it. And I know I have prayed that many, many, many times. And it just really hit me. You know, sometimes we don't get from God what we want because we really truly don't ask. We think God knows that, but maybe he doesn't you know yes he does because the holy spirit that dwells it within us knows what we're going to say before we say it but just like your children you wanted them to ask you what they wanted or like say christmas lists my kids i drive them nuts especially my youngest molly because she doesn't want to give me a list of what she wants for christmas she can't believe i can't guess well i'm one of these ones i don't want to spend the money if it's something you don't want so I always ask them, what would you like? It's kind of the same with us with God. He's our father. He wants to hear us ask exactly what it is that we want from him. And I'm going to do a, a podcast, and I don't think I'm going to get a chance between now and Ohio to do it. If so, it was going to kind of be on empathy and sympathy. And I often wonder you know, so many moms post so many things on Facebook and, and I know, please do not get me wrong. I know you're not asking for sympathy, but the world, I think sometimes sees it as that. And I don't think they see that, you know, we post those things because we want to remember our children, but maybe if we try to post happy things and not dwell on those dates of their, their heaven date, um, you know, birthdays really should be celebrated. You know, I mean, I put balloons at the cemetery for Emily. We go to the beach, we light a candle, we sing to her. We still celebrate her birthday. And I will till the day I die. And I'm sure her sisters will carry it on after that. But, you know, the, the, her anniversary date of her death, yes, that's kind of a little bit different. But I try to do a video and post it on Facebook, remembering her or trying to remember, um, good times and and since i've kind of done that and really asked god to help me to look more at the happy end of things um he has i i think i just chuckled as i said that because one of my mom's favorite songs was three little birds by bob marley and we actually had it played at her funeral um and i can kind of think see her saying it right now as i'm saying this she would go don't worry be happy, you know, try to do this little Jamaican accent. And if you had to know my mom <laughs> to appreciate her, she was a hoot and a half. Everybody loved her. And I used to get so angry with her. I mean, this would be in the middle of me, you know, raising my four children, homeschooling them, trying to run a, a nonprofit, you know, therapy business. And she would just look at me in the midst of it while I was spinning circles and sing that song. And I'd be like, mom, don't sing that. And uh, anyway, but it's funny how, as I'm kind of close to the age she was when I was raising those children, I catch myself saying it. And um, I haven't said it to Maddie, the daughter that had the baby yet, because things are going great for her. But I'm sure in the years that uh, my children now are, you know, getting married and, and having children, I will look back and chuckle and do the same things my mom did because I do. 
anyway, you know me, ADHD, Bunny Trail here. Just wanted to, you know, put that song out there. Great little song to listen to sometimes, Barb Marley, Three Little Birds, because it does just make me sit and smile. And, and you know, I've shared on here how many times I love music. But anyway, holidays are so difficult, and I understand that. And, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to get a chance to listen to this before Thanksgiving. I'm hopefully going to get it edited and out today. Um, but it is really hard in the holidays. But I wanted to just challenge everyone who has listened to this, and even if it's after Thanksgiving and it's before Christmas, try to go into the holidays with that kind of mindset. Um, remembering the time that you did have with them. And I know this is a hard one, but being thankful in all situations. Um, I'm going to read a few a few um, scripture verses that kind of popped up to me that I remembered about being thankful. And uh, again, I, you know, I know that they're, you know, you may not look at them or think of them the same way I do. But anyway, I'm just going to share a few here. My favorite one, and it actually is um, on my wall in my living room, um, you know, done in, done in the, the vinyl. It's one of my favorites, uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's a good one, because um, we all have a tendency of getting anxious, especially as we're coming into the holidays there. Um, here was another one. Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Um, remember, I mean, our, our children are with God in heaven. And uh, I tell them all the time, you know, I, I don't believe Emily can hear me. I still talk to her. I think God hears me and tells Emily. And yeah, we still haven't got back on that podcast about the signs because everything kind of went um, kind of crazy on me here. Uh, things that happened with my granddaughter that I thought things were going to go good and they didn't. But I have really changed my thinking about the signs because of something that happened that day. But that's for another time and uh, hopefully another podcast coming in here soon. My daughter, Olivia, is going to try to help to keep me on track and keep me going with these. This is a great one. Psalm 28, seven, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song, I praise him. So just kind of wanted to share a few Thanksgiving ones and um, remind you all that, uh, you know, God is there for us and he will, he will get us through this. He knows what we're going through. You know, I shared that with a few people and they said, yes, but he's God and he knew he knew that he was going to raise his son from the dead and he knew that his son was going to dwell with him forever in heaven. But he still had to sit and watch his son on the cross being crucified. And if you've never watched that, Google that, bring up some of the, the different videos uh, and movies that have been done on the crucifixion. Um, so powerful to me now as I actually stood on the Mount of Olives. I stood right there, you know, where where Jesus was crucified. Um, can't even begin to imagine. But 
his father had to watch him. So remember that God does know what we what we have gone through or what we are going through, you know, with our with our grief. Um, I want to be able to talk a little bit in the next podcast here also, and I'm just kind of bringing a, a few things um, in. You know, I talk so much about helping others and I, I want to talk, you know, coming up into the new year about how to change your life and by helping others. I go overboard with that sometimes and get a little too involved in other people's lives and take a very, a very empathetic person and I get what's called empathetic burnout and I'm going to start actually teaching equine therapy again the first of the year. So I kind of take all that in from the, the, you know, disabled children that I'm working with and, you know, talking to their parents. So I have to watch it and kind of spend some time alone with myself and clearing my head. And again, from talking to so many moms and and a Bible study I was doing here at my house, I start taking everybody's problems and kind of piling them on me. So um, Lisa, and I never say her name right, Turkoist, uh, just wrote another book on boundaries not too long ago. And I put it on Audible as I'm cleaning the house and doing some cooking and baking here through the holidays, going to listen to it to make sure that I'm setting up some, you know, good, safe boundaries for me coming into 2024 because I didn't have them halfway through this year and really went into a, um, a burnout mode and uh, hurt someone very sweet and dear to me by something I said. And I have apologized to her since then and she has not replied, but I know as a Christian, you know, all I can do is say I was wrong. She had hurt my feelings, but what I said was harsh and apologize. Anyway, um, if you're listening, you know who you are, and uh, I love you. I'll just say that. I do love you, and, and I do apologize. But back to uh, the message. I'm really ADHD here today, aren't I? Um, there's a, a song. I did a played the oboe in uh, the orchestra in our church back when my children, Emily and Olivia, were young. And we did a um, whole cantata calling uh, called God with us in 1996 and I was going to play the song for you but I listened to it and I mean it's really going back to kind of like almost the ancient not ancient hymns but kind of a hymn thing but it the one song you know says um, give thanks with a grateful heart give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son and that kind of has just been resonating you know, through my head, especially as I'm, you know, heading to the store here shortly and been cleaning the house today, getting ready to, to cook for Thanksgiving. Um, but it's a really good song. And it, it just, it makes me, you know, remember that no matter what, in my situation and circumstance, God knows. If this is your first Thanksgiving, I, I give everybody a blanket of grace. Their first Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, some can make it through beautifully you know i will never claim that i did i can't remember thanksgiving what i did i honestly can't (laughs) i'll have to check with my daughters i can't remember i know maddie wasn't here so um i'm not sure if olivia came home she was still living here then or what but uh christmas i know i talk about all the time that you know i didn't even want to get out of bed and you know i was sick and in my mind i really was sick but my whole family knew what it was so Um, give yourself that blanket of grace. And if your family doesn't understand, 
make them listen to one of my podcasts first of all give them my phone number because i'll chew them out or my email address um sometimes they don't understand and you got to remember they're grieving as well and they don't understand okay well we're getting up and we're doing this why can't you mom and i always go back to and i say this to my husband our grief is different i carried her inside of me for nine and a half months i felt her move you know i gave birth to her it's i'm not taking away from any husband's grief but as a mother i believe our grief is a little bit stronger and a little bit deeper her dna is still inside me and you know sorry that's just a hard one to swallow sometimes so um anyway you know give yourself grace through these holidays and hopefully you can um do a little bit better than i did so again read you that little story from the from the bible and just kind of bringing up again that um you know sometimes we don't get the help we want from god or need from god because we don't ask so be specific with your grief and what you're going through um i'm going to ask you all to try with everything in you to um you know to try to have a grateful heart for the time you've had with your child and as you're posting on you know different sites and that switch gears maybe a little bit for 2024 coming up or through the holidays and post memories and fun stories and you'll be surprised how when you do that people that knew your child will share in the comments cute little stories you know about them as well like i said i'm doing a lot of holiday graphics i'm working on um thanksgiving ones right now and i will be doing christmas ones so if you want to be able to be involved in that go to my facebook page um it's just facebook.com forward slash my child left home for heaven that's the main page that you can put your child on and no one has in a long time so i don't know if there's a glitch in it or what and then i post it afterwards and i also have a support group page that that goes on and a chat group and they're just the same but it would be my child left home for heaven support group or my child left home for heaven chat group they're groups um not pages so put your child's picture on there what you do is look for when i put the graphic up you put your child's picture underneath there and usually with about 72 hours i return the picture back in you know in the comments back to you on that on that initial post um i do a video a lot of times on christmas don't know if i'm going to do it this year um I'm just trying to really spend a lot of time with this new little grandbaby of mine. And uh, oh, every time I think about him, I get emotional too. I love you, little Weston. It's just so refreshing to have a new life in our family. You know, after the loss of, of Emily and then my mom, it's just so happy. And, you know, 2024, my daughter Olivia is getting married. And I'm sure babies will come in a couple of years after that, one to two years after her. And so our family is just going into a, a different um, phase. But uh, I just get emotional easy. Um, I thought all that was going to stop when I, you know, was perimenopausal or whatever it's called when you're you're done with menopause. As as usual here, I'm going to end with a um a song, and I actually got to see this gentleman in concert with my daughter. And uh, I've said many times, and I've shared on here, Olivia and I love. Poor Olivia, I'm saying her name too many times on here today. I know she always listens to me. We went to see Lauren Daigle in Atlanta 
um, like 3000 people in the stadium or more and it was sold out and we got to do a question and answer time with her and we're like, I mean, so close to her I could have like spit on her if I wanted to. It was awesome and then our seats moved for the concert but um, full you know brass band with her we had just come from my niece Kayla's wedding in New Orleans so we still kind of had that New Orleans vibe going with us and knew what a second line was since we did a second line you know with 400 people from the church to the the reception so when she came out on stage with all of that and the band I mean it was just wonderful um she did sing the song you say oh here I go again that we used at Emily's funeral and um Olivia and I had a hard time through that we just kind of put our arms around each other and, and held each other as she was as she was singing it um that will always always be my my special song with you know the struggles and the demons that Emily fought with with her drug use and addiction but okay oh my goodness I gotta stop it today um we got the the opportunity to see another artist Brandon Lake while we were there and I was walking the beach yesterday and listening to him and this song came on and it just I just have to share it with all of you because it's so hard when we're when we're sad and when we're down to to get in that good mood and be happy and to maybe be able to praise God and to be able to even lift your hands and praise God and um I just I know it helps me when I do and anyway wanted to share this song with you so I'm going to close when it's done with it and it's called you praise you anywhere um not sure sometime in the next two weeks another podcast will be coming out and I promise the first of the year lots changing and email me again if you you know have something you want to discuss on here or if you've kind of made it through the hard ends of grief or if you have a special story to share on how and what's helping you. Those are the stories I love to have on here. Um, anyway, email me and we'll set up a time and we'll talk and we'll see if it works out and get you on. So I'm wishing everyone that listened to this before, I'm hoping, hoping you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, a blessed Thanksgiving. And um, as we come into the, the Christmas holidays, or the Jewish holidays, you know, with Hanukkah. Um, I'm I'm always here praying for all of you. Just always need you to um to know that. So as we wrap it up.
Until next time, this is Kelly out. Here we go again.